Welcome back to my podcast, Loving Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius. And today I will be talking about the police officer that supposedly mistaken an acorn for a gunshot. On November the 12th, Okaloosa County deputies responded to a 911 call that was made in Fort Walton Beach. A woman reported her boyfriend, whose name is Marquise Jackson, was refusing to turn her car and been calling and texting her threats. Now, all of the officers that responded to this call were Javier Reyna, Deja Raleigh, Jesse Hernandez, and Sergeant Beth Roberts. Now, after the cops have arrived, Marquise Jackson, the woman's boyfriend, showed up 10 minutes later. When Marquise Jackson showed up, he was searched and detained and handcuffed by police officers, and then he was placed in Jesse Hernandez's police car. The woman that filed the police report completed a, a affidavit for the stolen car. And then after she did that, she told the officers that Marquise Jackson had a silencer. So just in case anyone don't know what a silencer is, it's a device that is used to reduce the sound of a gunshot. But she also told officers that she did not know exactly where the silencer was and that Marquise Jackson had more than one weapon. Now, officers Deja Raleigh and Javier Reyna left to search for the missing car, which was actually found three miles away. Now, as Sergeant Beth Roberts was still talking to the woman, Jesse Hernandez decided to go to his police car to do another search of Darius Jackson when he heard a pop sound, supposedly. Now, when Jesse Hernandez was walking to the passenger side door, supposedly an acorn fell on top of his car, according to an international investigation report from January. And Jesse Hernandez heard the sound and thought it was a gunshot. And he believed that he was hit. So he decided to yell, shots fired, multiple times. Then he decided to fall to the ground, roll, and began shooting inside the cop car. So Beth Roberts asked Jesse Hernandez where were the shots coming from. And he pointed to the car. And so... She decided to shoot at the car herself. Now, Jesse Hernandez said that he crawled on his hands and knees to find cover behind a car that was parked. He said, I'm good. I feel weird, but I'm good. Now, when Jesse Hernandez was investigated, three days after the incident, Jesse Hernandez said that he believed he heard what was a suppressed weapon when he reached for the real door handle of his police car. And he said, I quote, felt an impact on the right upper torso area, according to the investigation report. He also continued by saying, I quote, the original reason I was firing was because I was sitting in the open there 
I had only moved a couple feet from where I felt I had just been hit from the back of this patrol car. And I didn't know how I was going to get up and move to that cover area. Now in the investigation report, they're saying that there's pictures that were taken that shows in his body cam video of an acorn bouncing off the roof of his police car. And investigators asked if it was possible that that was the noise that Jesse Hernandez heard. And Jesse Hernandez said, I quote, I'm not going to say no because, I mean, that's what I heard. What I heard sounded what I think would be louder than the acorn hitting the roof of the car. But there's also an acorn hitting the roof of the car. Now, there was an investigation that was done on Jesse Hernandez and Beth Roberts. Now, the amount of force that Jesse Hernandez used was determined not to be objectively reasonable. And it actually violated the policy regarding the excessive use of control to resistance. So Jesse Hernandez resigned in December while he was still being investigated. Now, Beth Roberts was exonerated as the Office of Professional Standards found her use of deadly force to have been objectively reasonable. Now, the Sheriff Criminal Investigation Division actually looked at the incident to see if any criminal charges would have came in place. And the sheriff's office requested an independent review by the first judicial circuit state attorney's office, but no criminal charges was found. So the sheriff, Eric Aiden, made a statement and said, I quote, we understand this situation was traumatic for Mr. Jackson and all involved and have incorporated this officer involved shooting it into our training to try to ensure nothing similar happens again. We are very thankful Mr. Jackson wasn't injured and we have no reason to think former Deputy Hernandez acted with any malice. So Marquise Jackson went on social media to speak on his experience of being shot at in the car while being handcuffed. And also he was strapped down by the seatbelts. He wrote, I quote, all I could do was lean over and play dead to prevent getting shot in the head. I was scared to death and I knew all I could depend on was God. I ignored everything and prayed. He also continued by saying, the windows shattered as bullets flew around the patrol car. Now, however, Marquise Jackson was unarmed, but he is still traumatized due to this incident. He continued by saying, I quote, I was blessed not to get hit by any bullets or get hurt physically, but mentally. I'm not okay. I haven't been the same since and I don't think this feeling I have will ever change. I truly believe I'm damaged for life. He also said that an ambulance took him to Fort Walton Beach Medical Center. And he was still in handcuffs to be checked for his injuries. And they also took him to Okaloosa County Courthouse. But eventually he was released with no charges. So now I'm going to give my opinion on all this. And I want to say that I hope he pressed charges because that don't make no sense. I feel like the fact that they took him to the hospital but still handcuffed. Okay, first of all, why is he still in handcuffs? Like, that's unacceptable. But also, it's just the fact that 
I am sick and tired of police officers getting away with stuff because, first of all, he shouldn't have been able to resign. Officer Jesse Hernandez, he shouldn't have ever been given the opportunity to resign while this was still being investigated. No, that's not right. He should be fired. And then on top of that, he needs to be charged because an acorn does not sound like a gunshot. Like the fact that he literally lied and said he was hit. So you mean to tell me you lied and said you were shot? How on earth do you do that as a cop? That's so unprofessional. You as a cop, I mean, if he lying and saying he got shot, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about what, what other stuff he lied about. But it's just the fact that I don't, I don't know if anybody saw the video, but it's on YouTube. And um, literally in the video, he rolled over. So if you got shot, how are you able to roll over? He literally went to the ground, rolled over, and started shooting at the car. But to me, it didn't even make logic sense. An acorn does not sound like a gunshot. It does not. So therefore, I personally honestly think he just wanted to kill the boy because an acorn does not sound like a gunshot. How long has he been in uh, law enforcement? Because I'm not even a police officer. And even a lot of people that saw the video even said themselves in the conversation, an acorn does not sound like a gunshot. So therefore... I'm confused how long has he been in law enforcement? How many complaints do he have? Because even if he was only in law enforcement for a year, that's impossible. You still not should be able to do that. And this is exactly why I do not agree with people with only high school diplomas or GEDs are able to become cops because of stuff like this. It don't make logic sense. Everybody know good darn well, an acorn does not sound like a gunshot. All that training he had? No. You know what a gunshot sounds like because they trained them to shoot. So therefore, how on earth did you think an acorn was a gunshot? That only make logic sense. But also the other officer, Beth Roberts, when she shot in the car because she asked him and he said that, you know, it came from the car. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> you got two police officers. You have two brains here. I know she said that she just went based off of what he said. She really wasn't thinking. But I'm not trying to be funny. You are, number one, you are a police officer. You are carrying a deadly weapon. Whether they like to believe it or not, they are really one of the most dangerous people and one of the biggest threats to the public. Because the simple fact that they get away with so much. But also, it's the fact that when he pointed to the car and she just shot at it, it's like, wait a minute, hold up now. You didn't hear a gunshot, sweetheart. You need to look like... I was talking to my sister about it. My sister was like, well, she said he threw the officer off. So she was saying that the officer just went by what he said. But I said, okay, I don't care at the end of the day. When somebody say they been shot, okay, first of all, I didn't hear no gunshots. Another thing is he pointed that it came from within the car. So therefore, if it came from within the car, the windows would have been busted out. That's why I said to my sister, I said, no, I said at the end of the day, both of them are wrong. Number one, he lied. Yes, he threw her off. But at the end of the day, you didn't hear no gunshots. I mean, the least she could have did was look around and be like, I don't see nobody. But the fact that he pointed at 
the car. I felt like something should have kicked into her and be like, the windows ain't busted out. Wait a minute. And I told my sister, I said, number one, they, they carry deadly weapons. They carry a gun. They carry a taser. They carry all the other stuff they have on them, mace and all that other stuff. So therefore, your job is to keep the public safe. You are supposed to not only use your best judgment, but you are supposed to be careful and think before you just act. She was still wrong for it. But yes, he threw her off. But at the end of the day, like I said, like she did not think. And that's the issue. You can't do stuff like that because the boy could have lost his life. If the boy was dead, then what? I'm pretty sure those officers would have went free like still to this day. The man was able to resign. Stuff like this cannot happen. And this is exactly why I was saying to my sister, I, I understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, they are carrying deadly weapons. You cannot make a mistake like this. You can easily take a life just by listening to what a other officer said. Or if you're an officer, you just want to take a life. You can easily lie like that. But their actions were just reckless. And this is why I can't defend either one of them because of the simple fact they get away with so much. There has to be some type of consequences for officers. So that is all for the topic of today. Now, however, I am going to get into the Black History Month fact of today. And for the Black History fact for today, I will be talking about Gladys West, the Black woman who invented the GPS. Gladys West was born in 1930, and she actually went to Virginia State College, where she graduated with a bachelor's and a master's degree. Gladys West also became the second Black woman to be hired in 1956 at the Naval Proven Ground in Virginia, where she worked as a mathematician. Now, at this time, the Navy was bringing computers in, and Gladys West was the one to program the machines. Now, Gladys West was a computer programmer where she specialized in computer systems and data processing systems for the analysis of information that was obtained from the satellites. She was also the project manager for CSAC, which is actually the first satellite to perform remote sensing of the oceans. Now, in the mid-1970s until 1980s, complex algorithms were used to account for variations in tidal and gravitational and other forces that deformed the Earth's shape. She also programmed a IBM 7030 stretch computer to send clear calculations for a more accurate geodetic Earth model and a geoid. So just in case anybody don't know what geo is, it's basically the hypothetical shape of the earth that corresponds with the mean sea level. And this is what became the GPS or also known as the Global Positioning System. So Gladys West retired from the Naval Proving Ground in 1998 and she decided to go back to school and gain her PhD at the age of 70 years old. So anytime y'all are using y'all GPS to go somewhere, just make sure y'all remember and thank the one and only Black woman, Gladys West. That is all for the Black History Month of today. And for my next episode, I'll be speaking on the abortion rights and also the background of it. So thank you all for listening to my podcast and I hope y'all have a lovely day.